Hey, I'm personal development strategist, Christina Bartold, and you're listening to the podcast, Personally Developing. This is a podcast dedicated to the pursuit of personal growth and development. On this podcast, I'll interview people and share my expertise on personal development in a fun and relaxed atmosphere, perfect for a drive, run, or to accompany a face mask bath. Tune in each week. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Personally Developing. I'm your host, I'm Christina Bartold, and I am a personal development strategist. And I have been so excited and blessed by this podcast and speaking with amazing experts or having the opportunity to share my expertise. And the feedback for this podcast has been amazing. Like I have heard from people all around the world about things they're thinking about, personal development they've been, uh, you know, dreaming about, struggling with. And so I'm so excited to continue this journey and invite more and more people on to share their personal development journeys with you and hopefully enrich your life in some way. And so I have Thalia Pretorius here with me, who is the embodiment coach at her Sunkiss Soul Coaching. And I have to tell you, I invited Thalia to do a session for a group of, um, of people that I coach. And I always am so excited when I have a group coach, like so, so, so excited. And I really always wait to see how they react. And I cannot tell you how excited and moved these women were by Thalia and her message and the meditation she did. And I am just so grateful that she's willing to take the time to be with us today because I know that you're going to get a ton out of it. Um, but I want to welcome Thalia and give her an opportunity to introduce herself. Hi, Christina. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. I am really honored and I was so blessed to be invited to even share at your little group coaching session. I am Thalia, like Christina said. I am a embodiment coach focused mainly on holistic wellness and self-love. Um, embodiment meaning I really tap into um, tools and practices that really helps you to um, have sustainable transformations in your life. This is really my soul's passion. I love working with women specifically who battle around stress, anxiety, emotional eating, body shame, to truly live fulfilled lives. I believe that we all have a gift in this world that we've been blessed with and we get to share that with the world. And I'm just happy to guide everyone along their journey to shine the light on what is all inside of them. (laughs) I love that. I love that so much because I think, like, and this is not to be a pun on an embodiment coach, but I think you embody that, right? Where like you... I really, really, really think that you embody somebody who um, tries to cultivate the best in others and and shares your light so that others can share theirs. So I'm so excited because our topic today is about self-love. And I am so excited to hear your take and your journey on how you got started with self-love and your journey with it. Oh, I'm so excited to share. This is one of my favorite topics to jam on. Um, And I'll take you back. Maybe I've been on this journey consciously for about three or four years now. But my journey started um, like with no self-love. It started really, really, really deep in. I would never say that I was really identified as anxious, but I struggled with a lot of stress and a lot of body shame and a lot of Um, binge restrict was my kind of pattern. So I binged a lot. I've always fluctuated with my weight. And um, I was on a diet my entire life. And I've always listened to what people thought of me, what people said about me. And I was completely a people pleaser. I did everything to please other people. And that's kind of when I realized that I was giving so much of myself to how I looked the people around me, my family, the pressures on society that I lost all connection with myself as a person. Mm. And 
through going through this journey of just un- like unpacking these these things that just weren't serving me anymore, I had to reach my breakdown moment where I had to take radical self-responsibility to really just pick myself up because I was waiting for somebody else to save me. And that moment of realization when I tried everything and I tried all the diets, I lost weight, I picked the weight up, I got the validation online from friends and family when I was skinnier or looked healthier, even though inside I was miserable. And I had the perfect lifestyle because I was so used to masking what I was truly feeling inside. And so what happened was I moved abroad. I lived in Asia for the last five years. And uh, on the surface, it looked like my life was was great. Like I was traveling, I was teaching, I had a good job, I was living on my own and everything looked perfect on the outside, like I said. And then, but there was something missing and it was that connection to self. Like I was really loving to please others. And that moment when I realized what was going on and I really just had to face myself in that moment where I was like, I have a choice here. Either this is going to be my story forever and I'm going to continuously just be on another diet and hate myself through this, or I'm going to try and take my responsibility back and change this. And that's kind of how I went on my own self-discovery, diving into personal development, reading books, listening to podcasts like these, um, and really just started to unpack what was going on. And it wasn't until I've done that and I started to lose. And then what happened was I started to place so much focus on my personal development that again, I was placing my my self-love on something. I was waiting for something to save me. So I I dove straight into self-development and trying to fix myself. And even that journey on itself, like it also looked on the outside, it looked like this would be the answer. But discovering my journey as I was going on was also placing my value on something outside of myself. I wanted a book to save me. I wanted to listen to a podcast and listen to somebody else's remedy for their life to save me. And I tried to pinpoint all the things. And then I think it was about in 2018, um, I started to lose a lot of weight. I started to get really fit. I started going to the gym and a lot of positive things started happening. I started, um, I really started to live more holistically But then the validation part came in, like people started to recognize me for looking good. And then I started to crave that and look and wear these clothing that I never could wear before and um, wear bikinis and feel confident in it. But then it became, I was still loving for that external validation. And even though my self-development and journey had led me to that point to get myself into shape inside again, I hit that moment where I was like, I still feel empty inside. There's still something missing, even though on the outside, again, I look good. And that was, again, another moment was like, this is not sustainable. Yes, I can lose the weight. Yes, the people around me can say how wonderful I am, but I'm not feeling it. I can't receive this love. Mm. When I realized that I had to really, really sit down and ask myself the hard questions and be like, what is missing? What is the, what I can keep losing the weight. I can keep listening to everyone, but what is this missing piece that is just not helping me feel fulfilled? And it was actually facing the things that I was running away from. It was facing my traumas. It was facing the stress. It was facing the fact that I couldn't actually look at myself and tell myself I loved myself and actually have open conversations with people and really share my emotions. I couldn't set boundaries. I couldn't um, really respect myself. I just believed constantly that my love and respect came from what other people saw. And that's kind of when I realized, wow, this is so much deeper than just a fitness plan, eating healthy diet, this new fad that you see on Instagram or on the, on the internet. 
that's so much deeper than what you think you need. That's kind of how I, I went on my journey and had to face that. And it was through a, um, I did a life coaching wellness certification program. And it wasn't, it was through that where I actually started to unpack the real root of my problems. And I stopped putting like one of my mentors, Samantha Skelly, who I did the program through, she always said, this is the program that's gonna help you to stop putting um, band-aids on bullet wounds because what we do in life today, a diet is just another band-aid that we're putting on a bullet wound. Another thing, a quick fix, a quick challenge, a quick thing that we think we, that's gonna solve the problem, that's just serving, serving the surface level problem. And so through this program, which I loved about this program was all about the first three months of this program, we started to embody, like started to practice these tools that we were learning and embody these things for ourselves before we even learned how to teach or coach other people. So the first three to six months of this program, I did everything on myself to solidify and sustain my journey. And so that's why I go by an embodiment coach because I want you to feel in order to heal. I don't want to give you a five-step program and then wish, uh, wish you luck as you go on your way. It's all making those activations and those shifts from the inside so that you see it on the outside. So that becomes sustainable. And you truly come to that point where you can actually look at yourself in the mirror, regardless of all you've done, any mistakes, all the things that, all the shame, all the guilt, you can look at yourself and you can truly say, I love you, regardless of all of that. I love you for being here today. And that's in a nutshell, um, a little bit about my journey. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so many, so many good things there. And I just want to firstly thank you for sharing that. Because I think not everyone is as authentic and vulnerable or doesn't always feel like they have the space to be. Um, so I really just want to appreciate and hold space for that as well. Because I think um, that is going to be very powerful for somebody listening. And my question for you, Thalia, I think is like, so it's interesting because I, we kind of touched on this a little bit before we started on the podcast chatting, but like, is this idea that in coaching or when we work with people, like, you know, we may facilitate a process, but we're not like doing the work, right? Like we're not doing the work for the other person um, as mm-hmm. coaches. Um, and so what I'm hearing from you and um, you can correct me if I'm wrong is like, you needed to make a commitment to like do the inner work of facing whatever it was that you were looking to face. Um, so what, like, how did you kind of get to the point where you were like, okay, like, this is like, I want to start loving myself more. Like what does, what was like a a catalyst for you and maybe a first step in the right direction for you? Mm, Such a good question. Um, thinking back now, I feel like when I was, it was about getting honest with myself and really wanting to make this change because I've told myself so many times before that was like, I want to lose weight. I want to look good. I want to be healthy and nothing is um, sustainable or nothing. I can't be consistent with where I'm going or I'm good at it for a couple of days or a couple of months. And then I fall off this bandwagon and there was just something else that was pulling me back down. And I wanted to figure what was actually going on on with myself. And I think I needed to go on my journey to get to the point where I needed more. And so having those failed attempts of all the diets and the shame that I carried around my body weight and, and, and facing all of that and the traumas that I had growing up and, and just acknowledging all of that and getting to the point where I was like, okay, I am so tired of trying all these different things that is just not working anymore. And that's when I started to get more curious and dive deeper into spiritual development as well as self-development and started and I started to find online I started to find 
podcasts to listen to that really spoke to me. Um, and I started to find like these coaches online that I looked up to and I started to try out their little gifts that they were giving out for free just to test out like what is it that I'm searching for. Mm-hmm. So I an idea because there's so much information online right now that it's overwhelming sometimes and you don't know where to begin and you don't know who to trust like we spoke about earlier on as well it's like you just don't know and then I started to see and started to just be around on spaces where I saw women and I admired them and I admired their confidence and their vulnerability and their strength to share openly and honestly and I started to just admire these women that were showing up in my spaces and I was like that's who I wish to be. Deep down, I desire to walk into a room and be confident and not hide behind people. I want to share my message and be open and honest and not hide and be living in that shame that like, you know, I'm not worthy. I'm not enough. I'm not good enough to do this. And I just started to watch these people and I started to follow them on Instagram and I started to listen to them. And, and that's how I kind of started to be like, well, there's something else here. Like, what is it that these women are not doing? That, that got them there because I know it's not it's a process and especially something that we can easily fall into the trap with with Instagram is we always see the success stories we see the beautiful lifestyles that people love and the holidays they go on and they, their journeys of looking fabulous and and we forget that there was a story behind that and we forget that there's a journey and I think I started to get curious was like what got these women there and that's how I found my mentor and um, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know how, if I'm going to have the money to invest in this program. This is the most money I've ever spent in my life. And all those lack thoughts came in. And I'm like, you know what? This is the first time and I want to invest in someone that I trust because I believe in myself that the transformation I desire is, is needed. I desire it and I know I want this. Mm-hmm. And so was also coming down to that responsibility piece and the commitment to yourself. Like I would desperately want to see the change. And that's how I, I started. So it was just generally to kind of summarize is like really following people that you admire, finding out more what they were doing, start, try, try new things, try different things, try, and then, and then see where you can truly start to invest in yourself because you honestly are your best asset. You, you are uh, the biggest investment that you will ever invest in. The more you invest in yourself, the more everything else flourishes. Mm. Yeah, I love that, Helia. There's so many pieces there that I I could touch on with you because I think one of the things that I'm definitely hearing from you is this idea of like your surroundings, right? Like who you are surrounding yourself with. And I know, like, and I have often talked about this too, where it's like your social media, like your your friends who you're hanging out with, they like inform your choices, your worldview on things. And so when you start like, and not leveling up, it's not, I'm not saying like drop your friends, drop your family, but like when you start surrounding yourself, even on social with people who are doing amazing things, being authentic, being healthy in the way that you, that you define health uh, mm-hmm. or, or healthy in, in ways that you feel like you're lacking or you're are looking to, to level up. Um, and they're doing it in ways that aren't like toxic positivity or um, aren't inauthentic like I know that my mindset starts to change a little bit right like when I'm in groups and I've done a number of group coaching programs I've I've invested in myself more times than I can count and so I, I definitely walk the walk on some of this stuff but like I've I've been so inspired to make change in my life in a number of areas because I'm surrounded by these amazing people who are may have different circumstances than me but you know we share a common mindset and so I think like that's the value of being in online communities in, in group coaching programs, even working with coaches, so on and so forth, 
because I feel like you're putting yourself like even closer to people who um, see, uh, start to like elevate your worldview. Mm, yes, that is so key. And we hear it all the time, but it's, it's so true. And like you said, also, we're not, he's not saying get rid of your family and get rid of your family. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we're saying at all. It's just that like the people that you can choose to be around, choose to be around them. If they the one key way to notice if someone is really adding to your life is feel how you feel when you're around them. When you leave their space, do you feel inspired? Do you feel motivated? Do you feel like you're, you feel creative? Like that's always been a key for me. It's like, oh, wow, I love being around those spaces. And then also maybe around different spaces where you can start to notice like, oh, I feel so tired and I feel so drained around certain people. That's a key that like, you should spend more time around people that's going to be motivating to you and you in yourself can be that for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I found too, Delia, like when I have been in situations where I'm like trying to level up an area of my life, whether it be health or wellness or like spiritual wellness or personal development, personal growth, whatever it might be. And I start to notice that and be, and I'm more in tune with myself when I'm leaning into my own intuition I'm able to like feel that where I'm like in a conversation with someone and I'm just like, oof, this conversation is not serving my goals. Uh, and even I think about how um, there's all those quotes that are like, um, ask yourself if, if what this decision or this habit or whatever is doing is bringing you closer to your ideal self or who you want to be. And so sometimes I do that with like, not necessarily people mm. in their life, because obviously there's people in your life who are in your life for a reason. And, and again, it's not like when people don't serve you, you got to drop them. But it's like, I think it's like sometimes I ask myself, like when I have a relationship that is constantly, like I feel comparison with this person. Like sometimes I need to ask myself, like, where does that come from? Does that come from them? Or does that come from me? And I need to sometimes dig deep into like, mm. is this healthy for me? And healthy for me cultivating self-love and healthy cultivating my best self. If I'm not happy about their accomplishments or so on and so forth, right? Like it's, I think about that, like digging into ourselves sometimes about like, why are things the way they are and not just accepting them at face value? Like, oh, I need to follow all these supermodels on Instagram. This is life. It's like, no, no, like cultivate and curate your own surroundings, you know? Yeah. And I think like, especially now as we are moving a lot more into a digital space with everything being online, like we have the opportunity to choose what we, what we listen to, who we look at, like how we show up, like we have that choice before you kind of like be forced in situations and maybe it's not as easy to just um, walk away from, but now we have that choice. And so when something is draining you or something is not serving you, come back to yourself and be like, why, why is this happening? What can I do? What's in my control to change the situation? Because we can't control the external variables, but we can show, we can try and control the way where we show up and respond to things. Mm -hmm. And that is such a key role when I realized when I needed to take responsibility and stop playing the victim and wait for somebody else to save me. It was like, you know what? Everything that we do is a choice, whether we're making it consciously or subconsciously, it's a choice. And either the choice is bringing us closer to our higher selves or it's just keeping us stuck in our comfort zone. And so it's like asking yourself that question all the time. And it's also fine when sometimes we want to just be in the comfort and Netflix and chill all day. Like sometimes that's too totally new as well sometimes we do just need a rest and a break but it's also just being like consciously asking yourself like why am I doing this and I think that's something that 
we don't often ask ourselves, we just go with the flow. I know that was my narrative for such a long time was I just wanted that sense of belonging and that sense of acceptance so desperately from my external world that I, I didn't ask myself what I actually wanted. And I just went along with what everyone expected of me or my circles or the friendships. I just went along with it. And then when I realized like I was doing that, I was actually doing myself a disservice. And something as simple, like when I realized this, like something as simple as I was that person that couldn't make a single decision. So when everyone in the group, everyone's like, oh, what do you want for dinner? And I'm like, oh, I'll have whatever you want to have. And then they would choose something and deep down inside, I actually didn't want this, but I wasn't brave enough to say, no, mm -hmm. I want, to. <laughs> so I'm sure you can all relate to that at some point. I mean, we hear this from guys all the time, like, um, please don't be that girl that says, I don't know, <laughs> like make a decision. <laughs> which is so funny sometimes and I'm like I really I am that girl now and there's moments when I still am indecisive but like when I realize that no I get to make a choice and a choice that's going to make me feel good I'm allowed to say and ask for things that I deserve mm, so many oh Thalia, like I feel like we could have a fat hour <laughs> episode um and it's so funny because I I have been thinking a lot lately about how like when I feel that rub against someone, when I like, you know, when you have that internal fire on somebody and mm -hmm. I'm like, why do I have that? It's often because they embody a level of confidence that I don't feel like I deserve. Mm. And I, I know logically, like if I was talking to a client and, you know, in my own life coaching space, like I would be like, why do you feel that? You know, like why, like why, why, what, what's your story telling you that like is, or what's your mind telling you that is saying like, why you don't deserve that and so on and so forth and, and really getting them to dig deep. But I need to walk the walk for myself with that, where I need to say to myself, like, okay, like when that happens, like, why does that happen? Why do I feel like I can't deserve that? Like, and so on and so forth. But it's just so funny because I feel such a burning sometimes with it, like where someone will be so confident and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're that confident. Like that's annoying. And then I'm like, no, no, <laughs> it's not annoying. It's like, they're stepping into themselves in a way that I've been told, or I've told myself that I can't. And yeah. so sometimes I think like the acts of self-love are one, that, that sense of reflection. And the other thing I was going to say too, Haley, is like, you were talking a little, we're talking about like Netflix or whatever. Like, I think when we have a stronger understanding of ourselves and we, we are able to do that reflection and engage in that, whether that's by yourself with a coach, with a friend, whatever that looks like, like we have stronger intuition on like what our, our needs are. And so sometimes mm. like Netflix is a need, you know, and it, it doesn't have to be Netflix. It's being crave. It can be the OC. <laughs> I, like, I don't care. But like, sometimes that downtime is a need. And I know for myself, like, I feel like so busy all of the time. And I, I am constantly, I feel like adding things to my plate and things don't come off when new things come on in case you were wondering. And, you know, sometimes I'll be, it'll be Saturday. And I'm like, I literally just want to sit in bed and watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I'm not going to feel guilty about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's self-love so for me, you know? Yep. And that's the thing, like self-love, like it's not there's no one definition of self-love. And there's also this realm of you have to constantly love all of you all the time, which mm -hmm. is attainable at all. Like there's moments where I can look at myself in the mirror and be like, oh, 
um, there's this part of me that I'll be a little bit self-critical about, or there will be something that I'll be self-critical about, but it's acknowledging that and not shaming yourself for having that little bit of judgment. And it's about like loving yourself regardless. So even right now in this moment, I might be judging myself a little bit, or I shouldn't have said that thing. And like, I wish I was a little bit more confident. And it's acknowledging that that's how you feel in that moment. And there's nothing wrong with that. Acknowledge that feeling and then come in with that self-love and be like, you know what? It's okay. I'm comforting you in this. I'm loving you right now, even though that there's a part of you that you just can't accept right now. Mm. And, and for me, that was such a game changer because like you said, with toxic positivity and like there's also toxic self-love where it's like, you have to love yourself no matter what. And you just need to just tell yourself you love yourself and everything will be fine. And sometimes that's just, that's doing more harm than actually healing what's going on because you, you, you're bypassing what actually is going on in your system. And it's coming to embodiment and like you said and trusting your intuition like really like your body is your best tool ever your body always knows what you need but because we've been so programmed to listen to our minds our minds speak louder than what our bodies say because we've just never been in tune or um, taught how to actually slow down take a deep breath create space between what's going on and close your eyes if you need to and listen to what's going on like your body will tell you oh no, I don't want to be in the space. I don't feel safe. Your body will tell you when, oh my gosh, this is the best feeling ever. I'm alive. I'm happy. Like think of yourself at a, at a theme park, having the best time on a roller coaster. You're enjoying yourself or something. Like you're openly expansive and your body's like, um, your body is open. And when you're not feeling safe or you're feeling a little bit sad or whatever, your body kind of closes in a bit. And like notice these subtle shifts with like how your body starts to communicate to you. And that's why I teach my embodiment process in my coaching program is all about listening and slowing down and listening to listening to what your body is communicating to you and starting to decipher it. And I teach you how to how to understand the different sensations that's going on in your body, what this could mean, what that, what like when you're feeling sick, even like what does this mean? And sometimes your sickness is caused by stress and anxiety, and it's all self um, self like you do it on your own, like you're doing it to yourself essentially is because we don't understand what's what our bodies are constantly signaling to us. And in my program as well, I, I help people specifically women with um, anxiety and, and teaching them that anxiety gets to be your best friend. We Anxiety is like this terrible word nobody wants to talk about. Like if we just listen to the signs when we feel anxious and realize that our body is just signaling to us that something isn't right here. Something is a little bit unsafe. Just calm, like, and then remind yourself and talk yourself and tell yourself, like, you know what? I can see my environment. I'm taking a deep breath. I'm not going into that panic state. I'm calming down my nervous system. And I'm telling myself I am safe. And that's sometimes all you need in that moment. And it's just coming down to that, to just getting quiet with yourself and listening, which is so key, which has been part of my process that I've been really honing in on to keep transitioning and up-leveling in myself as well. Mm. I'm wondering in terms of like your own journey with self-love, what you would say to somebody who maybe it doesn't have that intuition with their body or maybe doesn't feel like they they're in touch with it. What would be some steps you might give somebody to start leaning into that? Mm, Such a good question. Cause I remember when I, started this journey and I realized how disconnected, and this is probably true for many people that's new to this kind of um, idea of healing, 
or embodiment is that like you are so disconnected from our from our bodies that we are constantly in our minds like I spoke about a little bit earlier on was that when our minds kind of dictate everything everything is in the mind that we just cut off from the sensations from the signals from everything that's in your body and that's probably the majority of the people um, in the world right now that's just constantly I mean, especially with all the news coming in and all the stuff we're living in our minds and so to just something simple to to do that anybody can do at any moment is when you're feeling like your mind or you're just feeling a little bit stressed or, or you're just feeling like there's just a lot going on um, is to just slowly close your eyes and take a deep breath and just let it let it go even as simple as that it's as simple as taking a deep breath and just coming back to yourself and just listening just and it can be a matter of like a few seconds of just quiet and the more you start to do that the more you just start to take that breath breathe in gently let it out you just calm yourself down in that moment and then slowly you're starting to reconnect yourself to your body and slowly that like you're consciously creating that connection with yourself. And then we can take it into the next step of um, really starting to cultivate that loving process, which can take a long time for certain people, especially those that can't say the words, I love you. Um, a good thing, that, another practice that I love to teach is mirror um, work, where you look at yourself in the mirror for about as long as you can. So maybe it's 10 seconds. If it's the first time, I would say 10 seconds to 15 seconds. Just look at yourself and consciously stare at your eyes and look and see what you see. And in the beginning, it will be uncomfortable and some self-critical thoughts may come in and just allow it to be there. Just be gentle with yourself. And then after like 15 seconds and see how you feel. Mm. And then try it again. And then just keep, keep increasing the seconds until you get to a longer time. And then just start to notice what you see. And that's so true what they say, like, there's so much in your eyes. Like you think you're fine when you're putting your makeup on in the morning, you're looking at yourself. Oh, I look good. But like when you sit down and truly start to see yourself, it's, it's something else. Like allow yourself, like sometimes I cry. Sometimes I'm really like giddy and laugh and like it can bring up so many emotions. And as you keep them going with this practice, slowly start to introduce and say, I love you and see how that feels. And if the first time you say that, like, if it doesn't, like, you feel uncomfortable, it's like just because your body and yourself, you're not used to those words. You're not ready to receive those words. And just acknowledge that and see how that feels. And if it's uncomfortable, that's okay. Mm -hmm. And then just to start doing that more and more and more and see how it shifts and how it changes for you. So those are two simple things that anybody can do at any time. Mm -hmm. Those are some great tips, Athelia. I knew you were going to be a wealth of knowledge on this. Uh, and I think this gives people so much to work with in terms of starting their self-love journey. And um, I know I know people are going to be so excited to hear this because I think self-love is something we're hearing a lot about. And it's just like, it feels like sometimes it's just like, just love yourself, like just do it. Mm -hmm. um, so I think some of these steps are so helpful. Yeah, I have some questions for you, Thalia, um, that I'm so excited to hear your answers to. So what is the best paid PD you've ever done? Mm. Let me think about that one. Can you specify PD? Yeah. So anything that helps you develop personally. So you're like, oh, yeah, like anything. <laughs> Silly, yeah. <laughs> uh, anything. I think the best thing must I will say this and I'll probably say this forever is the certification program that I did about a year ago. I graduated last year was the hunger 
if I happen a certification program, um, that was the most money I've ever invested in myself. And it's been the most rewarding thing that I've ever done. And it's literally helped me to develop who I am as a person, like holistically as, as a person, not just the coach, not just the self-love, self-proclaimed self-love queen, but just me as a holistic person. And it's helped me to develop into the business that I have now. So it's given me just an overall new life. That's mm. the point of like real embodiment then. It's real transformation. Mm. Love that. And what's the best free PD you've ever done? Oh, let's see. Um, I love anything podcasty. I am a podcast junkie. <laughs> so I feel like there's so much good stuff for free in podcasts. Um, and if you're following specific ones, I love listening to, oh, um, I think it's on with it and over it. I could be butchering this, forgive me. <laughs> By um Christine Hassler, like I really, really love her stuff. And she does a lot of free PDFs and free downloadable things. Um, she's amazing. She's been doing this work for a long, long time. And she always hosts like free workshops and stuff. So that's been awesome too. That's really been something that's been beneficial for me. Amazing. Amazing. And yeah, podcasts are just a wealth of knowledge. Like I feel like there's just so much out there. Um, and lastly, so if I were to give you $10,000, I win the lottery. I give you $10,000 for your personal development. You cannot put it back into your business. What would you use this $10,000 for? Oh, yeah. You know me, I would have gone straight to the business, but I need to think <laughs> first. <laughs> um, I would definitely invest more in, um, like, retreats like in-person things like I love doing everything online my business is online but a month ago I think it was in February I went to my first in-person women's retreat for a weekend and it was the most transformational experience I've had in person in a mm. very long time so I think I would invest in like um, travel and like doing some destination retreats love that I love that I love that uh, and I cannot wait until COVID is over and we can uh, like all safely do retreats and um, personal development in person. Like I have some dreams of running an in-person conference. Like I think, yeah, there's some, some real personal development we're missing out on, I think in this time. Yeah. I'm so excited. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> Holding the vision. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Holding on. So mm. I just want to say thank you so much the other day for talking today about, about self-love. And I, I knew you coming on today would be amazing and you'd, met every expectation because I think this is a great starting point for people who are who are struggling maybe with their self-love journey and so before uh, I ask you to tell us where people can find you I do want to tell everybody who's listening that Daily was so generous and we are going to do a little bonus meditation uh, as kind of like a little bit of a next episode so it's already out it'll be just kind of the next thing so you can just press next and you can listen to a great meditation by Thalia and I, I, I know like she, I had such an incredible transformational experience when she did our last meditation. So I know that this is going to be amazing. Um, but Thalia, where can people find you if they have questions or they need anything? Oh, thank you again for inviting me into the space. It was so lovely to jam on this topic with you. Um, so I am Thalia and you can find me on Instagram at her sunkissed soul, um, all one word. I also have a YouTube channel, um, Thalia Pretorius, called Her Sunky Soul TV. And I have a Facebook, Her Sunky Soul, all one word. And a little, I have a, a group as well, the Sunky Soul um, 
community. So you can find me on all the socials and I'll be happy to, if you have any questions, to um, answer them all. And yeah, I'm excited to lead you guys in the little meditation too. Amazing. Well, thank you again, Thalia. And thank you to everybody who listened today. I know that personal development is a commitment of time. And so if you've got a few minutes, I encourage you to find somewhere amazing to do this meditation that Thalia will be, uh, who will be presenting to us shortly. And thank you again for choosing this podcast as some of your personal development needs. I can't wait to keep connecting about your development with you.